you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hola, que tal? What's good, everybody? This is the El Huddle podcast where we celebrate the Latino culture and the NFL and beyond and what makes it so special. I'm Will Salva alongside my hermana, alongside my prima, mm -hmm. alongside my prima, hermana, MJ Acosta. <laughs> I think that's the longest running our role to date yeah. on the podcast. I love it. I love that it was, every that time. Was long. Oh, and special appearance by Gunny. Gunny, your dog that you've had for how long now? Two weeks now. Just two two weeks. weeks. Okay. I know. And, and how's the, it going? My whole world has changed. I'm so sleepy. <laughs> I bet. So sleepy. I bet. But so um, worth it. He is lot. so oh my cute. God, I'm obsessed. It's insane. It's insane. He's great. So, but if I don't keep him right here, he's going to pee somewhere. So we're well, going to keep him, keep a close eye. Puppy training <laughs> is not for the faint of heart. Okay. Like, but look at this no. face. Look at this Ah, so cute. He's a little teddy so bear. So cute. He's a little mascot. He is a little mascot. mascot. He watched all the games with me yesterday. Love it. He was in it very Dedicated. much. He had no choice because it was seven hours of red zone and then, you know, the big Sunday night game with the Finns. Yeah. Um, he was a champ. Yeah. He did great. Oh. All the while, I hope that he was watching the 49ers Rams game because I had a chance to actually yeah, go to SoFi and watch it in person. I love that. We tuned in for, I'll switch back and forth. I have a couple screens going. You know how this goes for us well mm -hmm. on Sundays. Um, so I switched my smaller screen to red zone and then just had the Niners Rams game on for a good while until it was very clear. <laughs> yeah. Until yeah. it was very clear that the Niners were going to take away with it. But I'm so happy you went. Did you take your son? I did. We yes. had a blast. It was our uh, first time together there watching a football game at SoFi Stadium. And I have to say, really loud, great atmosphere. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of red there, which I'm sure Rams yes. fans don't want to hear. But that indeed was the case. I love what the Rams do there to get the crowd hyped up. Game they day, have yeah. Los Mariachis there. The, ay, 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 yeah, you know, funny. and yeah, yeah. And I, and I love that they really lean into that. And uh, it just made for a really fun game day atmosphere. And in terms of the actual game, I mean, tied at 17 at halftime mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the Rams clearly are a lot better than we all thought they 100%. would be percent i think people thought this was going to be a runaway game for the 49ers mm -hmm. and the rams were in it but that's what you want especially from a divisional rivalry game it was sure. great it was for i mean sure. not great for the rams and their their output on um, their end result but great for us fans and just watching them go at it back and forth for sure a absolutely and you see uh, puka nakua yeah. and tutu atwell yeah. fall out hey. They really had themselves a day. And if and when Cooper Cup comes back and he's mm -hmm. healthy, that's a pretty nice trio of wide receivers that they have there. 
And the way that they were running that offense, especially in the first half against the 49ers and Matthew Stafford making some no look cross body passes, they were impressive. They're not a fluke team at this point. They went up to Seattle. They beat the Seahawks and they gave the 49ers everything that they had. No question. And Stafford, to his credit, slinging it out there, not perfectly every time, but like Mm -hmm. he, I think just the velocity with which the ball comes out of his hand is something Mm -hmm. that we don't talk about enough or don't give him enough credit for. Um, This is a Super Bowl winning quarterback, right? Right. I don't think you can discount this team. Shanahan for sure never discounts Sean McVay and his play calling and his and his schematics. You can't, right? It's Mm -hmm. impossible. But I'm so glad that you guys. Okay, so what was your son's favorite part? Uh, his his favorite part was being on the jumbotron in the Shut background up. of an <laughs> of you an interview. Yeah, so he's wearing his number eighty jersey, and oh. he is totally like mugging toward the camera and dancing in the background. And you see him in the far left hand corner him doing his thing and it's so funny he's like dad look 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 i'm on the jumbotron it just was so funny to see it it's like he's now been on the jumbotron to two sporting events the first time he was uh, on the jumbotron was at the chase center in san francisco when the warriors were playing and his first time going to that game so here he is now twice so he uh he had a lot of fun and just the the seats that we had in the vantage point that we were able to see the action was was fantastic. And I think he just loved the whole atmosphere in general. And you see those stars balling out, guys like Debo, you know, and and Kittle My coming through. My fantasy team thanks him and Chris. Yeah, okay. Profusely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh boy. And Christian McCaffrey just so Fun. fast. As soon yeah. as he gets the ball, takes off. And uh, you see why that's just a dangerous team. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. With the offense, um, which we knew, we knew coming into it that this, yes. this team was was stacked. And I, I continue to praise the development of Brandon Ayuk, who your son mm-hmm. named his fantasy team after. That's so this right. is evolved from you. Skittles, Skittles to I I juke Yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was he was a little bit bummed. He wanted to see uh, Ayuk cook more, but he was dealing with a shoulder injury. And I'm sure if you are a 49ers fan and you are listening to our podcast, we get it. It's like the, mm-hmm. the Rams lost. The 49ers had had a great effort, especially mm-hmm. in that second half, and they really tightened up on the defensive side, really getting yeah. to Matthew Stafford when they had to, yep. when it counted. Disrupting. So yeah. very disrupting. And even Bosa vowed that he is not going to have another sackless game. And right. he was neutralized. So the the 49ers now have to turn around quickly and yes. host the Giants on this Thursday night football. Crazy. Yes. But before we get to that part of it, you know what we need here? Besides Gunny, the mascot, we need <laughs> that special sauce, that salsa, that that yes. herb, that vigor, that platinum power. <laughs> Um, it should come as no surprise that my platano power is coming from the Sunday night game. Dolphins at Patriots. Mm-hmm. They had they had me shook for a minute there towards the end. I'm not gonna lie to you. But yeah. we came through. And it is unbelievably evident that Raheem Mostert came out there with a couple extra scoops of mangu. That is mashed plantains <laughs> to keep it very simple. 
Have a little extra umph in him. I mean, just listen to this call. Importantísima la serie ofensiva para Miami. Ingolden, movimiento, vienen con Mustard. Se abrió el hueco. Adiós. Nadie lo va a alcanzar y se va all the way. Fins up seis en un momento crucial. I remember vividly, right before the snap, I'm like, we need a touchdown here, guys. We need a touchdown here. I scared the crap out of poor little Gunny because I jumped out of my couch. I'm like, let's go. Just us in the house. Um, so he got his first taste of crazy mommydom for sure. Because the week before I was at the game. Is he game, barking so at you the whole time? Or? Well, he can't bark yet because he's too little. So. <laughs> True. Okay. He, he doesn't have his bark. So he just kind of like whimpered <laughs> a bit and like scampered away. Like, okay, crazy lady. Um, but yeah, I mean, unbelievable performance. So glad that he also got in on the post game, you know, star of the game interview with our girl, Melissa Stark, um, mm-hmm. him and Tua there. We've been begging us Dolphins fans for since last season, please run the ball. Please run the ball. Please run the ball more. Um, and we really, really saw that this game. And, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. So, very excited for that. Tons of platanos for sure. And they go back to Miami, so they can get platanos wherever they want. A little tough <laughs> Yeah, and Tua now 5-0 and against the Patriots. Woo! And Love to see it. Tua man, being the Tua man that he is, had said – Hey, it's not me 5 and 0, it's the team that's team. 5 and yeah. 0. And listen, he he's out there playing at a high level and mm-hmm. we just hate to keep reiterating it because it feels almost cliché if Tua is healthy. If Tua is healthy, right. the man has the skills to be a top line quarterback in this league. This offense just is on a different level, a different plane when he's under center. And even though Tyreek was a lot of the time bottled up against that Patriots defense, still he finds a way to distribute that ball to different guys. And having that running game is huge for them. And they're now 2-0. So I love that you you, you mentioned that, um, especially the secondary just shutting down Tyreek, which is why they had to rely on Raheem in the run game. Mm-hmm. Because I had a moment of like, oh, wait a minute. I'm rooting for the wrong team here because our boy Christian Gonzalez with an unbelievable interception. And, you know, he's like basically our our, our hermanito. Here yeah, yeah, claro. Like claro hermanito. We claro, have his sister here. Like it's a family affair. <laughs> We've been rooting for him since he came into the draft. So I love to see him shine. It kind of sucks that he's got to go up against my team two times a year. <laughs> always, always root for you, Christian. The fact that he came out here week two of the season is already showing what he can do. Mm-hmm. He just put the entire league on notice. Don't come by me because I'm not only am I going to get in the interception, I'm going to take away your biggest weapon. So good for you, Christian. Yeah, muy bien, Christian. Yeah. Uh, Christian, someday might be part of that elite special group. You know what that elite special group is, I MJ? Do. I do. Put extra emphasis there. One day, Christian, you're almost there. But for me, I've got I've got some candidates here that I think are definitely worthy. And one of them is Daniel Jones, quarterback of the New York football Giants. Now, the Giants were down. I know. Wait a second, though. Giants down. Bainte acero, right? 20 to nothing mm-hmm. at halftime. Yeah. There was no rhythm there. The offensive line wasn't doing him any favors. And then second half, they made the adjustments. He was running the ball. And when he has time, 
he can do some damage. Do sure. I think that he's now going to be in that top tier of quarterback? No, absolutely not. But it also helped that Saquon Barkley was there to pick up some of that slack. And yeah. Saquon will keep an eye on his ankle injury An because ankle it looked injury, bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, we don't know how bad it is, but that's certainly an injury worth monitoring and we'll monitor it closely. It's just there's something about that offense when Saquon gets going and Daniel Jones is running and he's able to get time. They look different than they did in the first half of that game and in that week one loss where they got just blown out by the Cowboys. What I'm trying to figure out is, is this comeback performance the exception or the rule for Daniel Jones? Great question. I don't know. I don't believe it. I just don't. I, I want to, as you know, I am married to a massive Giants fan who flew out to Arizona to watch this game in wow, person. that's dedication. So, yes. So thank you, Daniel Jones, for and the team for the win, because it would have been a very long, long flight back from Phoenix, even though sure. it's hot. But you get what I'm saying, Will, um, without that dub. So credit where credit is due. But man, like, how, how do you explain the other, you know, what was it, six quarters of football with right. no points that's unacceptable it is unacceptable and then they have to go up against the juggernaut in the 49ers who who as we know they are going to be coming at you and the other thing that's troubling if you are a Giants fan namely your husband <laughs> is that they have not recorded a sack or a takeaway nothing and that's a little concerning as well and maybe it will be in due time you know, hmm. K. Ibdo really has been non-existent. So maybe, maybe he breaks out in some way Thursday night against the 49ers. Because if you look at the slate of games coming up for the Giants, they easily, easily could have started off 0-6. Should have. Could have. Yeah. I mean, looking, if you look at the schedule. Now we ahead, split one and one, but yes, a hundred percent. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So so Daniel Jones, he's Perro Macho number one. Number two, because we have a little bit of time, is actually Dak Prescott. Okay, Dak. Yeah, Dak, that. 13 straight completions to start mm-hmm. that game. Again, he looked composed, poised. He looked yeah. comfortable in that offense, wasn't asked to do too much. And I have to say, so far, this Mike McCarthy play calling thing that we go in big D it is working so far. So good. They've looked so impressive outscoring opponents, something like 70 to 10 and, and, and MJ consider this, they did it against the jets defense. This jets defense was nothing to play with. Right. Yeah. Right. So this is, this is why I put Dak there. I easily could have put anybody on the defensive side for the Cowboys you know, Micah Parsons as well. I mean, that guy's just a beast coming off the edge. He was 31 of 38 against yeah. 255 yards and two times. I love it. I love to see it because there's always that, there's always that question. And this is why I got so upset and so frustrated in the league because some quarterbacks who seemingly don't do as much get these contracts and it took back right. so long to get paid, regardless of the fact that we know that he has the capacity for sure. Yeah, and McCarthy being the play caller, not Kellen Moore, clearly Huge. is making a difference, at Makes least difference. so far. That's okay, fine, yes. now my third 
Perro macho. You are feeling generous today. I, I am. I am I feeling it. good, prima hermana. So my third one, and I didn't think about this until just now, that I'm going all NFC East here. I am okay. going with the QB1 for your Washington commander, Sam Okay. Yes, um, we had Coach Ron Rivera on this podcast, effusive in his praise on Sam Howell and what he saw in him from the very beginning. And obviously mm-hmm. there were doubts heading into the season of sure. what he yeah. could do, but he was extending plays. He was throwing darts out there. He was finding Terry yeah. McLaurin. And you could tell like toward the end of the first half, things started to change for him a little bit. And this was going to be part of the Sam Howell experience. You were going to have your ups. You were going to have your downs. But he has shown that he's got the confidence and the ability to stand in that pocket, go through his reads, and complete the ball. And with Coach Rivera being a friend of the pod, he's got to be my perro macho, Sam Howell. I love that. You know what? And it's and it's a team that we we don't really talk about enough um, in general, right? Outside of just talking to Ron, but like what they've done the last couple of weeks, I think has been under the radar. And I get it. We're just two weeks in, but I love that you picked Sam Howell because yes, coach said it right here on the All Huddle podcast. So boom. Proof, yeah. Concept done. There, there you that. go. Okay. Prima hermana. We are cooking. We right are. Now. We are cooking <laughs> on the Al Huddle podcast, and I know that we are going to hear your lovely voice for a special piece that means a lot to you, mm-hmm. to me, and to the 49ers. We're going to play that for you, as well as Puras Macanas, and a funny, let's just say, interaction with a referee. That's all coming up <laughs> on the Al Huddle podcast on the other side. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Bueno, mi gente, as we do not have to preach or remind you guys, we are in it. We are in Latino Heritage Month. Uh-huh. Happy Latino Heritage Month to all of you guys who are just jumping in and don't observe our Latinidad the entire year the way that La Cultura does. But that's exactly what it's about. It's about sharing our culture, about educating folks on the wide and vast spectrum of the Latino culture, culture all of our different countries, uh, the intersectionalities. And so much more beyond that. Um, and within that same breath, Will, um, you know, we have a lot of other Latinos who work in sports in other capacities, not just on air, behind the scenes. Yeah. And one woman who I really want to shout out is Serena Soriano, who is a producer and videographer for the San Francisco 49ers. So you will see her out there. She's got to be like, I don't know, four, five, four, five, five, packs a punch. She's out there with this huge camera running back and forth. You'll see her at every 49ers game throughout the season and beyond and herself and the 49ers Espanol team um, put together a, a piece for La Cultura. 
And she asked me to lend my voice to it, which I jumped on immediately. So we have that for you here. Tú y yo somos Latinos. Nacimos en lugares distintos, de colores, cultura, sabores. Y lo hacemos por cultura, no me copien la postura. Tú y yo somos latinos. Aquí estamos en el estadio Azteca y arranca el partido. Orgullosamente 504 HNN. Sueños, banderas. Samuel rompe una taqueada, sigue de pie y los Samuel. Touchdown. Porque yo soy un guerrero Vamos a ver quién es el mero mero Pasiones Tú y yo Somos latinos Caminamos unidos Gritamos bajo la misma bandera Hablamos el mismo lenguaje Préstalo, observa, lanza. Intercepción de otro. Somos un equipo. Somos una Aquí familia. Aquí mandamos nosotros. Somos. Nosotros. Mm, so good. It, I mean, I got the first time she sent it to me when she sent me like the, just the rough video. I was like, I almost threw my phone across the room. So, Serena, flowers to you, girl. Todas las flores. She absolutely killed mm -hmm. it. Aaron, who is one of the producers on it as well. I mean, just it, it is a love letter, not mm -hmm. just to La Cultura, but also to the Latino fans that support not just the 49ers, but this entire league here in the U.S. and beyond. And I think that for me resonated so deeply. And I love that you see Fred Warner there, who, by the way, balled out this weekend, per usual. Yes, he did. And representing both of his culturas as well, his Panamanian side and his Mexican side for both of his parents, rocking both of his flags there. It, it, it's just such a well-done reflection of, of what we're trying to convey here on the pod. Absolutely. Tú y yo somos Latinos. That is what it's all about. And we are all about celebrating the Latino culture, right? And and celebrating the NFL and what that's all about and those voices that make it so special. And with this particular piece, seeing Las Banderas, mm -hmm. hearing the music, those images. And really, when we talk about La Cultura, we talk about La Familia too. And yes. in English, it said football is family. Well, Familia is important, right? When we talk yeah. about it in in our in our culture, and to see the the job that she did, and it is a love letter uh, to yeah. to uh, otros Latinos, right? And yeah. I, I thought it was really well done. Highly recommend if you want to see the visual of it to go yeah. on to uh, the 49ers website or check it out on social media because yeah. it's definitely worth it. It's good. It's a really, really good job. But yeah, so I mean, I feel like we should tell folks like, hey, this Latino Heritage Month, mm -hmm. go out there and learn something new about a country you didn't know before. Maybe somebody who you didn't know was part of the Latino culture who doesn't look the way that mainstream media portrays Latinos to always look like. I, I, I mm -hmm. think that's the point is like the layers there uh, within within all of our all of our backgrounds that makes it so beautiful so i'm excited we're just a few days in because it started the 15th so 
just three days into this thing. We've got a lot to y'all gonna be sick of us by the end of this. So <laughs> take it. <laughs> uh, honestly, though, it's it's like you know, there's there's Salvadorian restaurants, Nicaraguan restaurants, Colombian yeah. restaurants. Go it's to all them. delicious. Yeah, it's, it's You're delicious. Welcome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you learn something about the different cuisines. Yeah. And, and you'll see it's like if you not had a platano, what are you missing or pupusas? You yeah. know, it's like go and order those things and you get a taste of it. And so I'm glad that we have this podcast. We're able to amplify. And that's yeah. why we do some of the segments or we we name the segments what they are, because they are a piece of us. Exactly. exactly. Right. Yeah. And so we're talking about Perro Macho. I mean, that's something that that I grew up hearing from my parents who are from Nicaragua. So it's very different. Yeah. But like what I had said off the top of listening to Los Mariachis there at, at SoFi Stadium, it's like, yes, that that's in Mexico. There aren't mariachis in in nicaragua but you still connect with it a hundred percent right you still connect with it and and it's just that that's the music that moves you so so well done all the way around um we we talked about the different segments that we have in spanish and you know one of them where it's like hey we basically call bs or not and the way my parents would call it puras macanas it's my favorite it's yeah, so puras macanas is such a great way to put things. If you're not really feeling something or you think mm. somebody is exaggerating something or BSing, you say puras macanas. Well, we have a situation that's brewing in Los right. Angeles with the Chargers right now. They have started the season 0-2, MJ. There's a lot of expectations on this team. Yep. And they had lost that playoff game 20 after they were up 27 to nothing and the Jaguars came back and people were wondering the offseason how they would respond or if there would be a carryover so head coach Brandon Staley talked about it after taking an L against the Titans I'm not I'm not worried about the Jacksonville loss the Jacksonville loss hasn't carried on to the season whatsoever if you've seen our training camp where you've seen the way we played in the first two games, it hasn't had an impact on our team whatsoever. Our team is connected. Our team has played its heart out in two games, and we've lost two tough games. But there's, it has nothing to do with the Jacksonville game. And if you ask anyone in our locker room, it has nothing to do with the Jacksonville game. And that's just the truth. It's a convenient storyline for you and for everybody else, but it's not the truth. We've lost two tough games, but the guys in that locker room, the men in that locker room, they are finishers and they have what it takes, and we're excited to prove ourselves. Yeah, we just lost a game in overtime, Jeff. So how do you think the mood is? How do you think the mood is? How do you think it is? It's tough. It's tough. It's a tough, it's a tough group in there. There's a lot of pride in that room. Okay? And we put a lot into this, and we got a good football team. Mm. Listen, coach isn't wrong. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I love a spicy coach moment. And, like, it is. Like, I... The tough part is when you're in there as part of the press corps, right, and that's, like, our side of it. Mm-hmm. You sort of have to ask those questions. I think there's a way you to do. ask it. Um, but I think leading up to it, like, oh, w- when you're talking about a game from last year, last playoffs, like that's so I would have popped off too if I was. Good. Yeah. I yeah. I, 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 but but do you think that there is any truth to it at all? No, do I don't think, think this is Puras Macanas or not. What he's saying or what they're asking. Yeah. I guess. Well, uh, well, I, either or. No, I, I don't because. The, unfortunately, this is sort of the script for the Chargers over yes. and over and over yes. again, season after Bingo. season. Even if you just take 
week one and week two of this year. Mm-hmm. Games that looked like, like, look, we were, I was in the stands as a yes, Dolphins you fan watched early it. that day. And I was watching like, oh crap. Like they were in it the entire game. And there were a lot of opportunities for them to seal it in and get the W. Same mm-hmm. as, as um, yesterday against the Titans. Like they went all the way to overtime and just couldn't squeak it out. And that happens over and over and over again. I don't know if they have Umal de Ojo, some bad juju <laughs> on them. Well, they said, the no talent say. is there. It's not that they're not executing or they're not playing up to their potential. They are. They just can't close out these games. So I do agree with Coach. I don't think it has anything to do with that one game against Jacksonville in a, in, in a playoff scenario from last year. No, that's not it. But yeah. it is sort of the tale of the bolts and and I hate to see it because I want to see them continue to be competitive right. but actually get some W's on the board. No, me too. And they have the talent. They've got stars on that team. They've got sure. this incredible gunslinger at quarterback. Austin Eckler, when he's healthy, is extremely effective. Yeah. They've got the wide receivers. You know, Keenan Allen had a big day against Tennessee. It's just it's just something about these 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 losses where they just are yeah. are so crushing wrenching yeah it's yeah. so gut wrenching and you want to see them succeed we love brandon staley and and nice guy it just i wonder if he's starting to feel a little bit of that heat cranking up now oh, for given sure the of expectations, course right and, and they and, just paid their quarterback so of course right Right, right. So, so that's that. Like that's an O O and two team that concerns me. And you mentioned the quarterback getting paid. While we're on the subject, Joe Burrow and the Bengals are O and two. And talk about a lot of expectations. That's another team that people were expecting to potentially go back to the Super Bowl again, given all the talent around him. He did get hurt. That calf injury. Did flare up, but the offense mm-hmm. still is not the way that exactly. it was in yeah. previous years. Jamar Chase is not getting the ball enough. Even the ground game, which they were pretty balanced, which right. made them such a juggernaut the last couple of right. seasons. Even that can't get going. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and they started off 0-2 before, so we've seen this. And you can use that as a crutch if you want and say, hey, they've been through it. Uh, you know, they know yeah. what they're doing and they can get yeah, out of it. Back. Yeah. Can they? L- let's hope. Let's and hope. let's hope that that calf is not a serious one because clearly the the Browns have Joe Burrow's number. And you know who else has their number? The Ravens. So uh, do the Steelers now, you know, get their chance? Do they have their number? I mean, how many teams are going to have their number, right? So again, yep. you know, Owen to... It's not the end of the world, but right, like no one panic yet. Not yet, but, but just a something bit to keep an eye on for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, definitely a concern. Um, okay. We're getting heavy here, so I think we got to uh, lighten the things up to close yeah. up here. Yeah. How um, should we do it? One of my favorite moments from when we just saw Coach Daly pop off, and sometimes the refs have to put people in check for a moment, what? like. Like what happened during the Seahawks game. What? Potential grounding. Offense number seven. It's a 10-yard penalty. I'm talking to America here. Excuse me. It's a 10-yard penalty and a loss of down. Second down. 
That is the best line I've ever heard out of official. We'll get to the penalty in a minute. He just told Geno Smith, I'm talking to America. Pete Carroll is livid. Well, he wasn't pressured. It's, it shouldn't be grounding, right? Yeah, and it was really, it was clearly, it was not a throw to get the ball out of his hand. It was clearly miscommunication between Tyler Lockett. <laughs> oh my god i think you're seeing coach on the sideline get crazy takes away uh, from the pure shade the, the ref said gino please have i'm talking to america have some decorum <laughs> this is my moment i'm on the mic hysterical i've never seen that before more about these more Me? it was just a perfect moment he's like how dare you get in my camera shot uh it is so good. I have it's never so seen much. that either. Because oh, obviously the refs don't ever want to be the center of attention. No, no, no. And but, but he did it so smoothly. Gino, please. I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking to America. That's maybe no, that's what I need to, to tell America. people. Maybe uh, next time I'm we're on TV. America. Can you imagine if we said that to people? You yeah. know, whoever it is, like our awesome you know, crew that we work with on various shows, even on this podcast, it's like, hold on. I'm talking to America, to America right now. Yeah. I mean, how we would look, we would look like such prima donnas. Ah! But the thing is like, the, but it was appropriate in that moment. It really yeah, was. It in that moment. Oh my God. My favorite moment outside of the Finns winning. My favorite moment of the weekend. That that was pretty, oh, pretty funny. And, and listen bad. for, for uh, Seattle, that was a big bounce back win Huge. for them against the, the Lions. Had it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and um, <laughs> I don't know, just, just, uh, uh, yeah, that, that is definitely, that, that's an ipunto right there, I think. That's going to live in my head rent-free for yeah. a really long time. Yeah, I will good. be incorporating, I'm talking to America right now. <laughs> no, you know what I think like, I'm going to do? I'm vernacular, for sure. I, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to make that like my voicemail greeting. I think that's what it's. Oh my gosh. Be. Yeah. Wait, I'm do you still have a voicemail greeting? I, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, don't, I want people to question whether or not they're calling my number. So it's just like the generic. Like, yeah, I think I've got that. I think I do too. Yeah, yeah I think I think I do, do too. It. I, do yeah, it. I, I don't know. It's like, it's like sometimes I, I've, I've thought about this because Al Michaels says that when he you know, goes and he's in the airport and there are fans that say, Hey, can you just, just say, do you believe in miracles? Yes. You know, such and such isn't home. They ask him, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Oh. They've asked him to do that. So I don't yeah. know. Can we get the ref? Can we get the ref to just say that line for, I'm talking to America here. <laughs> it's too much. Uh, too much. I love that. So, so I think that's an Ipunto right there. Uh, mm -hmm. is, is there any other Ipunto? Did you want to, Put a bow on things that uh, stood out to you. Before again, he chews my hand off. Um, he's it's very soft. He's like in his his in his piranha stage, but it's it doesn't like he's just nipping. Um, uh, my Ubuntu is I really hope that the Dolphins keep this going. It's great ah, for me. It's great for okay. my social media. I think they will. I'm very excited. I loved um Coach McDaniel's um speech after the game. He said the good teams continue to find a way to win. Mm -hmm. I think the line that really stood out to me was, we didn't ask for this to be pretty. We just asked to get the win. And they I did like it. it. I like it. Improve, and that's true. It's not always yeah. pretty, but you got it. As long as you improve on it and prove to folks who you want to be, which is part of his speech. I like that. I think that can be applied to so many different things in life. I I agree. I, I think the um, Ipunto with, with the referee is great. What you said <laughs> is great. And the other thing I will say is there is some hope in some of these places. 
for the yeah. Cardinals, after week one, the call was, ooh, Caleb Williams, quarterback from USC right. and all that. They've actually <laughs> shown some fight. Does yeah. this mean they're going to run the table? No. And right. I don't think that they're going to do that. But I'm just saying they're showing some actual fight. And the same yeah. goes for the Texans. They have a new yeah. quarter, or a new quarterback, and they have a new head coach. And I think with C.J. Stroud, he showed me a lot there. He showed me a lot, over 300 yards passing. So uh, take take some solace in, in, yeah. in that. Um, MJ, sure. I'm talking to America right now. Let, yeah, let no. Me finish my point. No, uh, <laughs> that's all I want. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well played well played. yes yes there's a lot of football left folks we got yes time. it is um yeah. well prima hermana that's another it. l huddle pod in the books with <laughs> gunny yeah gunny's excited very On happy and very happy the- next week we'll be back in studio mm-hmm. some more shenanigans some more macanas mm-hmm. some more of it all more of Todo it all eso. Please make sure you follow, subscribe, like, share, all of the things with us, not just on social media. You can find this entire podcast on on YouTube if you want to see Gunny for real, (laughs) not just the audio version. Once he barks, he will probably be making more more appearances. We can use his bark for Pero Macho. Ah, there you go. It works out. And also remember, somos Latinos, tú y yo. Prima hermana, siempre un placer. Always. Always a pleasure. El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.